We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a sec and answer one of the most commonly asked questions I get asked. Can I come with you? Well, the quick answer is yes. I host two trips a year that are open to you, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. If you're interested in learning more about how you can travel with me or what destinations are on the docket for this coming year, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, then I'm so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Colleen. Colleen and I are here in Canada and got to meet through uh, a new friend and uh, just are on a little adventure. Colleen is... uh, just an awesome person there's one of those girls that you get to meet and you're just like wow I actually really love spending time with you (laughs) you're great she's uh (laughs) she's just super sweet uh aware of those around her and just um just one that I'm excited to see do more with the what's inside of her as life goes on and just really excited that I get to share a little bit of her with you guys so Colleen has agreed to sit down and uh we're just here in uh in Canada by a little fireplace right now and uh, so, yeah, we are going to dive right into this. So thank you for being here and for letting me share you. Yeah, no, thank you for letting me come on. And what a beautiful introduction. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Easy. Easy to introduce cool people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have a list of questions I work through with all my guests. They're all mm-hmm. designed at getting to know you, your perspective, your view of the world. There's no wrong answers because it's you. So mm-hmm. just answer as you feel led and we'll dive right in. Great. Okay. Excited. Perfect. So first one is, who do you define yourself as? Who do I define myself as? That's a tough question. (laughs) Honestly, identity questions are something that I often struggle to answer because I feel like so many people have such a strict, or not strict, but like they can really easily define themselves in one box. Mm -hmm. And I have never been able to do that. Like I, yeah, I think I have many, many different sides to me. I think what most people see is the adventurous girl who is, if she's not in the mountains, she's like spending time with friends. Um, And then I have my academic side, like I have two degrees um, and I'm currently working in healthcare. Um, But then I have a much less known side, which is my artistic side. Um, So I feel like it's difficult for me to sum it up in one word, but I feel like I really do fall equally into all of those categories. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, definitely. And I've got to hear about your academic and career and those ends of things, but I've been able to like witness and experience your artistic side Mm -hmm. and that part that's a little deeper in you. And that's just been such a a gift to share and to be a part of and to witness. I feel like I hold that part of me closer to my chest Mm -hmm. than the other parts. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's usually a little bit more of like who we really are. Mm-hmm, so yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. No, that's cool. Uh, next one's a little easier. What is your favorite food? My favorite food, hands down, has to be soup. I can <laughs> eat soup any time of the year. And I love like pho. I love tomato soup, even though I don't like tomatoes. I Yeah, right? Random. <laughs> but yeah, soup, udon noodle, amazing. Perfect. Soup in all forms. Yeah, and I think soup is something we could, like, probably use at any given moment on this trip so far. It's uh, yeah, it's freezing. <laughs> it is freezing here. Yeah, <laughs> just straight to the vein. Do not mess around. <laughs> it's, like, multiple times in the day we're both just, like, I can't feel. I can't feel one of my appendages yeah. right now. <laughs> Matt's just, like, what's wrong with you, too? Like, <laughs> yeah. We don't generate body heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what would you say that you value the most? 
oh, this is easy. Mm-hmm. I value my time the most and just like time in general. I think um, that plays into everything in my life. Like I am an extremely efficient person. Mm-hmm. So, and that stems from me just like thinking that time is my most valuable asset. We don't know how much we have on this life or during this lifetime. And so I I try not to waste any of it and mm-hmm. to just really plan ahead to try and make the most out of the time that I have because if I don't plan then I I've I've seen when I don't plan I don't actually experience as much Mm -hmm. or I can't do as much with my time Mm -hmm. um so yeah definitely I value time Mm -hmm. the most very much yeah Yeah, and like not over planning I know that's what you mean in that but just accounting for it and wanting to use it yeah yeah I like that that's cool on the other end of that, what would you say is your greatest fear? My greatest fear? You and I talked about this in the car yeah. last <laughs> night, actually. Um, and it actually goes really hand in hand with what I value. Um, my greatest fear is making it to the end of my life and feeling like I didn't either fulfill my full potential or I didn't use the time that I had, like the blessing of time that I had mm-hmm. in a way that was meaningful and fulfilling. So... Yeah, like making it to the end of my life and feeling like I didn't accomplish the things that I could have or that I had wasted a lot of my time. Um, And that plays into like my interactions with people, the amount that I travel, how much I value time over money. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of like my biggest fear is having regret and like not using my time wisely. Yeah, no, I think it's something so many of us can... Yes. relate to yeah especially yeah. in this space yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. oh my gosh for sure yeah hmm. are you reading anything right now uh no currently I'm not reading anything um I like during nursing school I really just like had to read so many textbooks <laughs> that reading for pleasure is not something that has come back to me um it did like after my first degree same thing happened it took me about six months before I was able to get back into like you know what I would love to do right now <laughs> read a book <laughs> um so it hasn't quite come back to me yet but I know that it's like I really do like reading um but I'm just like, it's kind of burned out from reading all that <laughs> academic literature right now. <laughs> no, that's fair. I think it like kind of becomes a reacquired taste once we're like allowed yeah. to do it on our own. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. When was the last time you felt joy? Ah, uh, every day. <laughs> Today when we saw the mountains through the windshield, like even just driving um, down the Spray Lakes Parkway and also just like seeing your and Ma- like yours and Matt's joy see, like witnessing that because I knew like I knew what was coming I've driven that road hundreds of times but like I was like oh they're gonna love this and when you guys lit up I was just like <laughs> yes I love this like they are having such an amazing time witnessing this beauty and like that like I love showing people things that I love um, and giving people experiences like that. Mm. So, yeah, like, I think that was, like, a really joyful moment for me. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, it just says so much about, like, I don't know, it gives people, like, a little window into who you are, too, that the way that you find yeah. joy in others' joy and, like, the yeah. way you see people and wanting to share that and, like, yeah, it's it's a really neat thing. But, yeah, it was. It's, like, you every corner you're, like, it gets better. It gets better. It gets just better. And wait. I'm just, like, and I was, like, waiting how? for those slanted mountains to come. Yeah. And they came and you were both, like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, like, yes. It's pretty epic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. The mountains are just, like, nuts. They just, are just, yeah. Like, I cannot stand in their presence and not feel, like, both humbled and, like, larger than life all at mm-hmm. the same time completely agree with yeah that. yeah for sure when was the last time you were afraid and why Ooh, hmm I think I think maybe like truly afraid I mean I have like a very underdeveloped sense of fear on like things like heights animals things like that but I think I always kind of struggle with a little bit of fear towards like following my own dreams versus mm-hmm fulfilling promises essentially that I've given to my family Mm -hmm. and like following that path that they have wanted me to so like if I didn't feel this fear I would have 
likely quit nursing like halfway through my program. But I feel a duty to them and also a fear that our already like somewhat strained relationship will just like crumble Mm -hmm. if I choose to do that. So yeah, that's something that I like that I grapple with a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That like constant battle. I know so many people go through of like, do I do what I feel duty to or Mm -hmm. those for those that I love or do I do something else that maybe I feel a little bit of a pull to and Mm -hmm. then there's so many times not an easy answer yeah and it's so interesting because I think a lot of people in my position might be feeling fear of like what if I fail Mm. but it's not like I know that if I were to put my mind to something like I wouldn't fail at it Mm -hmm. it's just the fact of like what kind of damage could I do making this decision Hmm. yeah 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 it's kind of hard caring about people (laughs) yeah being an empath is tough (laughs) would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something oh so many hard to count or hard to like quantify how many (laughs) I don't want this to be like too I don't know how do I say this without it sounding really dark Um, so when I was, so when I was in uh, high school, I had a teacher that was like the most important teacher to me. I I feel like everybody has those teachers that Mm -hmm. kind of like taught them how to think. Like school teaches you how to do academics, but like people teach you how to think. And like, he really taught me just like how to be my own person, how to not like take other people's opinions of me or like what I thought I should be what I thought I wanted to be and just like be to accept like what I thought as being like nope this is how I think like and I accept that Um, and also to just like reframe the way that I thought about the world kind of zooming out and looking at the bigger picture because when you're a teenager you just see like what's going on with you um so yeah he was like an extremely influential person in my life in um high school and then in my first year of university he passed away and and he had like influenced so many of my friends as well like we had a really tight-knit group that was kind of like we would go to his room at lunch and like would spend time with him like it was really really special Mm. um and he passed away and I was and there was like a telephone chain of like trying to get the news out so it ended up being me that Mm. got the first call of all of my friends and I had to be the one to tell each one of my friends that our like one of them didn't have a dad Mm. and so he was like that stand-in figure Mm. and so that was really like a moment that I feel like I grew up a lot um just kind of like appreciating the time that I had with him and Mm. also just being able to kind of like okay you can do hard things Mm. you know like before that I faced challenges but never like that was something that was so emotional and I was like okay well I have no choice Mm. so I have to do it Mm. so that really like it just kind of showed me that I like you won't crumble under this pressure Mm. you can do it Mm. you know and so much of that I'm sure comes from your time with that oh with that mentor with that person showing you that it's okay to be you and yeah and creating space for you and your friends to feel welcome Mm -hmm. and that's yeah and it also like I wouldn't say I'm overly spiritual but it kind of like I see that situation as being like I was chosen to be the one to give this news for a reason Mm -hmm. you know like I don't know if the other people knowing my friends I don't know if they would have been able to deliver that information Mm -hmm. in a way that would be supportive to others Mm -hmm. so yeah just like being able to kind of like okay I can put my own emotions aside for this time to like be there for others because like I am like quite emotionally resilient Mm -hmm. and then yeah like just knowing that that was kind of like for a reason yeah I think no absolutely and yeah it's like such impactful and pivotal moments to go through like Mm -hmm. realizing the the finiteness of life yeah in somebody that impacted us so deeply yeah yeah Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, So you have known me for a little bit. Um, We've spent some days together now. But um, what is something you think you and I have in common? 
I feel like you and I have a, like an openness about us mm-hmm. to others mm-hmm. in common. And I also feel like you and I have like a zest for life in common, you know, like everything is exciting to an extent um, and you just want to like chase life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see that in your travels and I see that in the way that you interact with people, like mm-hmm. even just at the like the concierge today you were like talking to the concierge just like interacting and I was like yes this girl wants to make the most out of her Mm -hmm. life like build those relationships and Mm -hmm. and like the excitement on your face when you see the mountains like I feel like a lot of people as they grow older lose that like almost childlike wonder and I feel like you and I like I feel a kindred spirit in you in that because I never like I am so high on stoke in so many instances <laughs> and people are like you need to calm down and I'm like I will not calm down <laughs> like do you see this so yeah like I feel I feel connected in that way that's cool yeah. it's 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 awesome to share that with you and yeah for sure yeah you just have such a, a zeal and zest for life yeah. that like it will not be contained but also in a way that doesn't overpower those in front of you. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. there's something, I know we talked a little bit too, just about like being present in places and being present in moments mm-hmm. and witnessing something and appreciating it for what it is, but also not missing those around you in that. And yeah. I see so much of that in you as yeah. well. So oh, it's an honor to share you. that in any Thanks. way with you. So that is one of cool. like my favorite qualities about myself. Mm-hmm. And I love meeting people who share mm-hmm. that because I do feel like it's fairly rare so yeah like I think that's a really special quality that you have that's cool you too (laughs) uh what is something you are looking forward to I am looking forward to summer (laughs) no but I'll I'll go a little deeper than that (laughs) like we're in this cold place all I can think about is about to do like an icy sunrise hike oh my goodness yeah pray for me um yeah no I I'll delve a little deeper than just saying summer um I think I'm looking I I'm really looking forward to like moving out again so Mm -hmm. I like moved out of my parents house when I was 17 and then put my way through school and then once COVID hit I unfortunately like there I didn't have enough time to have a job that would pay enough for Vancouver rent and school so I like thank like very thankful for my parents that they let me come back and stay but I'm like living with them right now and I just really value having my own space so I'm really looking forward to like building up a savings base or like having a a full-time enough income where I can like sustain an independent household as well as like put time towards my other endeavors um such as like building a photography business Mm -hmm. and like seeing where I can take um my passions um yeah just because like so much of my time these days or in the past like three years has been taken up with nursing school and um yeah like working to pay for nursing school so it'll be nice to no longer have that taking my time and instead be able to dedicate that to like things that fill my cup Hmm. yeah very much yeah that's cool yeah summer for sure but all that that brings and Mm -hmm. and yeah I mean (laughs) I think there's so much as we get older like we need our own space and we need to be our own people and that's that's no uh that's no knock on everything parents have done and Mm-mm. and the the way that they've supported and and whatnot and that's that's awesome to have that but yeah there's times to to be fully and, and to have that space again so yeah. yeah it's something to look forward to and yeah to pursue and have time to to fill that cup back up in those yeah. other ways yes yeah. definitely definitely um on the other end of that is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today didn't exist in the world today there's a lot of things that I wish didn't exist in the world (laughs) I wish that people were more open and accepting of others something that really gets me is when people care so much about another person's life and like their choices and it has no effect on them whatsoever Like, I think that is such a thing of the past, and we just need to let go of that. People can make their own choices, and if it's not harming anybody, and if it doesn't do anything to you, like, why do you care enough to have an opinion about it? And then enough to share your opinion about it. So that's something that I wish didn't exist in the world anymore. 
just like people being closed-minded and extremely judgmental lord knows we could write a book about that right (laughs) right (laughs) good grief cut and paste some dms (laughs) why do you you care so much (laughs) yeah no for sure crazy Yeah, yeah i i agree with that wholeheartedly and and even just yeah like just the the desire for those people to be like just pursue you yeah yeah Yeah. that's cool what would you say makes you feel known and valued i think one of the things that makes me feel very valued is like well i guess is this speaking to the love languages in a way however you would take it that's kind of how i'm taking it great um (laughs) the my like two main love languages are um acts of service and uh words of affirmation Hmm. uh but I'm terrible at taking words of affirmation. You know, like, I love hearing them, but I don't know what to say. So I've seen that a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, like, I feel so valued when other people see the value of, like, mm. my work or, like, my opinions or my actions, and I don't have to, like, ask for recognition um, because I will, like, I'll never ask for recognition. Um, and then same thing with like acts of service, like I'll never ask for help, but if somebody helps me, I'm like extremely grateful for it. Mm -hmm. So those are kind of the two things that make me feel most valued. Um, yeah. And like also the most seen because Mm -hmm. when somebody can anticipate what I need before I need to ask, like, I feel like they understand me. Yeah, it says that person's taking time to mm-hmm. observe, pay attention, and see, yeah. uh, and that they're they're focusing on you mm-hmm. in some capacity and, and valuing you enough to say, I'm going to take action or yeah. speak into action or do something mm-hmm. to communicate what I'm witnessing in this person. It does so much for, for so many of us yeah. to say, like, oh, wow, like, somebody took the time to say to me that they appreciate this or yeah. that there's... Not that we need validation from others, but it is, it's a different kind of validation where they're saying like, hey, like, I'm seeing a part of you Mm -hmm. that you maybe don't Mm -hmm. share as loudly. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And like, that, that is, that just like speaks to our soul Mm -hmm. in a a really cool way. Yeah. I completely agree. I can see that for sure. Um, So we are here in icy cold Canada, (laughs) but um, where do you call home and what makes it home to you? This is tough because Mm -hmm. I honestly don't know if I know the answer to this question. Yeah. I grew up in Vancouver, Canada, which I absolutely adore. Like, I love that city. I love all of the nature that surrounds that city. I don't love that it rains all the time there. So that is, yeah, that is, like, one of the things that I find difficult to deal with when I live there. Um... But obviously my family is there. However, I, I like really, really do feel drawn to warm places and to like the tropical places that also have mountains. Like I, you and I have also spoken about this. I don't think I'll ever be able to live in a place that doesn't have both mountains and ocean because those are my two like biggest escapes, the places Mm -hmm. that I go to find peace. And I can't just have one. Like I sometimes the mountains will not bring me the peace that I'm seeking. I need to go to the ocean, whether it's just sitting next to it or being in it. Like I need both to be able to be happy and to be like the my most vibrant self. So I think like I just spent three weeks in Costa Rica and I absolutely loved it there. Um, so I yeah, when I was leaving, I really did feel like I was leaving a part of myself there. Um and I have plans to go to Indonesia, which has like a similar landscape. And I feel like I will likely feel the same when I leave there. Um, and then when I'm in Vancouver in the summer, like when it's warm and beautiful, I, I feel such immense gratitude to live mm. there. So I think rather than a place specifically, I think the landscape of both ocean and mountains mm. and good weather really <laughs> key that's point. the key point there <laughs> um like that's really where my heart belongs hmm. yeah yeah for sure yeah I think there's a 
there's a part of me that belongs in the ocean as well Mm -hmm. and it's a part of me that stays there every time I have to leave it too yeah so I can I can understand that and I love that you said it where I'm my most vibrant self like yes yeah that's that's how I feel home should be yeah you you can be yourself you can push the boundaries of Mm -hmm. who you are and what you're capable of very much Yeah, yeah that's cool I love that um what is something you wish you didn't struggle with Ooh, I wish that I didn't struggle with imposter syndrome. Mm. <laughs> the look you just gave me. <laughs> yeah, I've been <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> I know that that's something and I am constantly trying to work on it and like be confident in my own abilities and yeah, I still like I still really struggle to like own my value of my skills you know like there are moments when I'm like yeah I am really good at what I do I know that I can go places with this Hmm. um I don't need external validation and then there's other times when and comparison is the like the killer of joy I'll look at another person's work or another person's skills and be like wow I've never produced something to that level and it comes so easy to them you know, um, and then also just, like, being in a space where there's so many talented people, and their talents are on constant display, I really, yeah, that's something that I, I really struggle with, that I wish I didn't, Hmm. but it's something that I'm aware of, and constantly trying to work on, Hmm. yeah, I gave you the face because yeah yeah <laughs> no I gave you the face which I clearly didn't hide but I gave you the face because yeah I mean we've talked about this a little bit in the car rides too but just like you're immensely talented in this field in in so many fields yeah. but like in this space and yeah there is it's it's constant on display and so much talent in people that it looks effortless too yeah but they work so hard at it as well yeah. and 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 uh-huh. you do too and and I mean we hear all the time like you have a right to be in a space but like you are a part of it you are a part of somebody who takes what you see and what you capture and what you feel in the places you feel most Mm -hmm. your your most vibrant self and then you choose to put it out there Mm -hmm. and that is in itself like you being authentic and inspiring others and giving them a voice to do the same and Mm -hmm. it's it's terrifying to realize that like oh what if I'm not enough or what if I'm not this or, or you know I'm not on this level or that and I mean, we can all say that to ourselves, but I mean, I'm so glad that you do and are pushing it and are mm-hmm. pushing yourself because I get to see so much of that, even in just the person I've experienced and who you are. And I know I'm not the only one. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, I, I hear that. I feel that I have it in myself too, yeah. in so many ways, but yeah, it's such a common thing in this space. Mm-hmm. But I think it also, it goes like a little bit deeper than that too, with if, Like, I don't, I feel like, again, going back to the, I've never felt like I fit in one box. Mm. In this space, I don't feel like I fit into any niche. Like, some people have such clear niches. They're, like, conceptual artists. They're, like, dancers. You know, they have such a clear niche. And I don't fit in that. Mm -hmm. I don't fit into the adventure, like, the adventure photographer category. Because I also walk around in dresses on mountains. Like, I, (laughs) I... don't fit into all of these different like I don't do that many conceptual shoots because sometimes I just like to do the small person big mountain shoots you know um and then like sometimes I just like a very simple frame of you know there's just I don't have a specific niche and so it's easy to like be able to draw inspiration and kind of like gauge your skill level when you have a clear direction or a clear role model and I don't have one it's kind of just like this is your art this is what you produce and trying like I'm constantly learning to just like own that Mm -hmm. you know yeah very much so yeah Yeah, I mean I I think you know those like I don't know this is a weird enough like those boxes where it's like the tiny box and a tiny box yeah. and a tiny box and, and I'm like I feel that so many times where it's like there is a big box and there's so much of what I love and and how I do what I do that fits into that big box mm-hmm. but then there's like 50 million other yes. ones that go into it and yeah. it's like yeah 
I, I, it doesn't make sense and I don't fit into this specific yeah. thing and that's great. Like, yeah, don't box yourself in, like be yeah. all those things. And, and I, I, I love that. So I'm excited to see you keep pursuing <laughs> the 50 million boxes wherever yeah. they lie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's cool. Uh, what is something you used to struggle with, but don't anymore or have grown in? I think I used to be quite insecure of my, like, my body and personality. Mm. Yeah. I think I, when I was younger, I used to feel like kind of like an outsider in most instances. Mm. Um, like I still had friends, but I feel like it all, again, stems back to the fact that like, I don't fit into one space who I am as a person doesn't fit into one space. Um, and so like I had friends in musical theater, but I didn't hang out. Like I didn't feel like I fully fit in. I had friends in the sports like crew, but I didn't feel like I fully fit in. Um, and so I always kind of felt like on the outside looking in and I really struggled to like, rather than recognizing that like I was actually part of that group. They just didn't know about the other parts of me. And mm. whereas like I live in my, like my own mind. Mm. So I can see that like, I'm not expressing who I am fully in these various situations. And I would be like, Oh, I'm not accepted because they don't know about this. Mm. But now as I've grown older, I really, I just like, don't care <laughs> anymore what people think of me. Like you can think I'm silly. You can think I'm not very exciting. Like I think I'm fun and I think I'm intelligent. So like I, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I used to really struggle with that. Mm. And I think I just grew out of it. Mm. I just got tired of feeling that way. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. It's cool. to It's cool to grow out of certain things and to, to realize that, but also like, yeah, I think there are certain people that maybe they don't fit into a category fully but it's also really cool because you get to impact and know people from mm -hmm. this group and yeah. from that group and from this other one and, well, and they yeah. all get to experience you. It's so interesting that you say that because like from my own personal perspective, like growing up, I was such an outsider and then all of the people that I spoke to was like, you were such a social butterfly. I was like, I wouldn't have ever described myself as that. I would have said that I was this, like, awkward, unpopular girl, you know? But it's just because not only was I insecure, but I also just didn't, like, I wasn't able to zoom out mm -hmm. at that time in my life. Yeah, you know? our perception of ourselves is not always the way other people see it yeah for good or bad but yeah. yeah like nowadays I can kind of be like a fly on the wall in mm -hmm. my own life and therefore I can really get perspective whereas mm -hmm. then I, I couldn't at all so I was like oh my goodness yeah. nobody likes me <laughs> also high school is just yeah who being knows a teenager happening. is really hard yeah so. <laughs> not easy for sure um what is something you are confident in helping others through or with I think that one thing I'm really good at with people and like I think that a lot of my friends can attest to this is if they have something that they're struggling with like I will always be there for them yeah like even if it's something that maybe isn't the best decision like I put their emotions and needs above my own like judgments of that and I will create the space so that they can like work their way through their issues whether that's like being there if they need to talk being just like a physical presence distracting them you know like I'm, I'm really good at anticipating what they need in that way and then like providing that support to them um so yeah I think that's like one of the things that I'm best at with people that's cool I'm sure there's some people in your life very grateful for yeah for that yeah I hope so yeah, I'm sure <laughs> All right, so this one's a little fun. Uh, if I were to give you $10,000 and you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks, you can't give it away, what are you doing with it? Ooh, I am traveling somewhere, probably somewhere warm. And I might not sleep in like a hostel, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I can actually sleep in like a nice place. Where would I want to go? Somewhere I've, I've been absolutely, like, dying to go is Scandinavia. Mm. So I think I might do, like, a a Norway trip 
and actually sleep in some of those cool like dome because it's winter now Mm -hmm. and i have to spend it in two weeks so i would stay in one of those domes where you can see the northern lights from the comfiness of your own bed um yeah i I think think i would probably i think that's both of our dream right now is to be warm (laughs) and be in the nature yeah exactly (laughs) give me a little pod hotel or a little igloo Mm -hmm. yeah i yeah i think i would definitely use it to travel Mm -hmm. that's one of my biggest passions so easy easy question that's cool <laughs> yeah oh my gosh staying in one of those would be awesome just bubble looking at the northern lights yeah, yeah. like a dog sled across a frozen like fjord oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> sign me up i'm with you on that <laughs> <laughs> um is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love but maybe they're not in a place that they would hear it or receive it in the way that you'd want them to um mm. don't tell me who if so I mean, I feel like you're going to know who it is based on what I'm about to say. But yeah, I think I would just tell this person that I that I've thought this through and I know I will be successful, maybe not right away. And the success will be nebulous at first, but it will be more successful than my current path. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I feel someday you'll you'll have that spoken. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. Just mm. need to find the time that is best for both of us. Mm. I love that. Yeah. I love that your heart so much for others in that. Yeah. In the way you say when it's best. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. On the other end of that, is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? Yeah, I think that it would be difficult for me to hear that I had been unattentive to our relationship if it would like if it was somebody somebody that I really cared about I think that that would be really really difficult for me to hear um especially if I felt like I had been really putting in the effort in that way Mm -hmm. um and just like missing the mark Mm -hmm. that would really strike a chord with me um because as I mentioned before like one of the things that I value most with my own relationships and therefore I try to give to my the people that I love is just like presence Mm -hmm. and being supportive um when they need so yeah if like a friend or a family member were to come to me and be like this was happening in my life and you didn't even know or Mm -hmm. you weren't there for me I would feel ashamed and like very 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 terrible about it Mm -hmm. yeah can resonate with that one pretty deeply yeah for sure I know you've shared a little bit about this but um what would you say makes you feel at peace definitely being in nature I think Mm -hmm. yeah I just there's like a, a it's undescribable the feeling of either being in nature where there's nobody around and just like whether it's on a mountain or in the water or in a forest even just like there's like next level quiet like you can hear yourself think (laughs) with no distractions and then you're and then also for me like I feel like in those moments I mean my brain goes like a million miles a minute always like I'm a terrible sleeper for this reason um but in those moments like I feel nothing like Mm -hmm. that I just my brain quiets Mm -hmm. and it's amazing Mm -hmm. like the only feeling that I have is like gratitude and just like pure awe you know whether it's yeah just definitely in nature like pristine nature not like Mm -hmm. people around nature you know yeah no I get that very much Would you say that life feels steady or uncertain for you right now? I think right now it feels fairly uncertain. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm really at a crossroads in my life right now. Having to make some like pretty difficult decisions based on opportunities that are coming up that are pretty risky, like for me at least. Um, They could be extremely beneficial for my own future desires. Um... Or they could just be like a sunk cost, (laughs) essentially. Um, And then also, yeah, like career choices. I, yeah, I I really do feel like I'm pretty 
life is not <laughs> steady at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely having to make some some life altering decisions at the moment. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um all right. This is uh my loaded question. Okay. <laughs> She's like Bracing myself. Brace yourself, resituate, get yeah, ready. No <laughs> I drink of water here. Um <laughs> Is there, is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that normally they wouldn't receive while coming from you as a woman, whether that would be mm. a compliment, a criticism, um, something you'd like them to know about women, something you'd like them to know about themselves? Um, yeah, however you would take that. I think that, I don't know if it's one specific phrase, but I think anytime a woman expresses that there's no way for like as a man that you can understand this feeling or like Mm -hmm. the kinds of subtle challenges and obstacles we face just because we're women like I've said something along those lines to men in the past and like there's been some that have been like oh no I totally understand like but you don't like there's no way for you to understand and then or there's been some that totally discount it Mm -hmm. you know and essentially both of those answers have the same effect like neither of them understand Mm -hmm. um yeah like I just I really wish that there was a way that the like the the subtleties in society that really like that women face or like the subtle sexism that women face in society is really challenging to deal with. Even just speaking your opinion in a room full of men, Mm -hmm. like the likelihood that your opinion will get heard is so much lower, you know? Or like the fact that many women can't climb the corporate ladder because then they have to sacrifice being a mom, Mm -hmm. you know? Like you have to choose just because you're a female you know there's just there's just so many things like that that when I've expressed that to men in the past even the most empathetic men like they don't they can't understand Mm -hmm. so I wish that there was some way that they could understand without having to experience Mm -hmm. it for themselves you know Mm -hmm. I don't want them to have to literally walk in our shoes for a while but I want them to understand Hmm. yeah for sure I love that like I don't want them to really have to literally have to walk in our shoes like I think so many times we can feel like I want somebody to understand this and I they need to go through it to get that And it's like no there's got to be another way for for somebody to see and to feel and to just have empathy and respond differently without actually having to experience Mm -hmm. that level of whatever Mm -hmm. it comes out as yeah Yeah. like bless the men that try their best to understand like I'm not trying to discredit that I just feel like regardless of how much they try they can't Mm -hmm. to it like fully you know yeah and so that's kind of just like if I could somehow get the full extent of it across then that would be the message that I would want to give I can appreciate that for sure I don't know how you feel about public speaking, but um, if you were to have a large audience before you and you were to share with them a bit of advice, wisdom, or a life lesson, um, what would you leave them with? What would you share? I think, I think I would share to learn to value yourself hmm. sooner. Hmm. I think I, as a young girl, really did not value myself. Um, and I got stepped on a lot. Mm. Yeah. And I think, and this happens to guys too. This isn't like me just being a young girl. It's, it, it happens to everybody. But I think learning to value yourself and like know your worth mm-hmm. sooner because I've been through some terrible things because mm. I didn't value myself. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's what I would want to give advice about how I would deliver that sermon I don't know (laughs) but (laughs) but it would be on that topic Mm -hmm. of just knowing your worth Mm -hmm. sooner rather than later Mm -hmm. like not having it take something terrible happening to you for you to develop that confidence Mm -hmm. no uh 
I, I, I can't agree with that more to just say like, yeah, know your worth, know it sooner. And, and don't be afraid to, to stand on who, on who you are and, and to step into that. Cause there are some terrible things that can happen when we allow ourselves to be devalued and allow ourselves to not be who I think who we're meant to be. So mm-hmm. I think that's really sound advice. So if you're listening, I say, listen up. <laughs> Sometimes I'll say like tap back and listen to that again as what you've just shared is, is something I think some of us just, just miss out on mm-hmm. that. It's, it's okay to, to show up as who we're supposed to show up as. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's awesome. It's great advice. <laughs> I'll come to your Ted talk. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you wish people knew about your culture? However you would define that. Oh my goodness. This is something that as a Canadian, I struggle with because I don't know if Canadians have like a distinct culture, but I think (laughs) my own personal, like how I grew up culture would be, and like how I think of Canadian culture is just like kindness to people. Mm. I like people joke about how Canadians are just so polite and kind. And I really do feel like when I was growing up, you treat people like they're family Mm. until they don't until they show that they don't respect that you know Mm. so yeah I think like a lot of people joke and it's a stereotype and we Canadians we also joke about it saying sorry about everything you know (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah I think that's something that it is actually part of our culture Mm -hmm. to be kind and to treat people with respect Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to show up for one another you know Mm. what a beautiful thing to have it be about your culture right Yeah. yeah Like the small town vibes, but in the big cities. Hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, So maybe that's it then. But what is something you love about your culture? Yeah, I I really do love that Hmm. we are kind. I think it's really... And like simple. I think a lot of Hmm. Canadians don't need a lot to be happy. Hmm. Um, And that comes with community and being kind to one another. So I think like, Mm. and you see that so much in the smaller towns in Canada, Mm. Um, like there isn't much there, but people there are still like jovial and happy and kind to everybody Mm. willing to help. So I think that's like a, that's something that I really like Mm. about Canada. I've met some pretty solid Canadians so far. (laughs) I'll agree with that. (laughs) Definitely. It's funny. I was laughing when I initially asked you this question because there was a song that you and Matt introduced me to about the <laughs> bal- or differences between Canadians oh and Americans, and I was cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what popped into my head when I first that's asked funny. you this. But yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, is there anything about your culture that you're not proud of? I think, yeah, this is something that I've heard from a lot of international people. Hmm. I think part of, like, I've heard that it's, at least in Vancouver, it's, like, very difficult to make friends. Mm. Everybody is kind and polite and willing to help, but, like, Mm. we're much more reserved and, like, we don't open ourselves up fully. Um, Like, I find, even myself, I find it difficult to be vulnerable um, and to really, like, let people into my inner circle. for those of you who don't know, there's, like, the idea that everybody has, like, a few s- different circles around them. There's, like, the one outside of them, which is where the acquaintances go mm. and the people who they don't really know. And then there's the one closest to them um, where, like, if you're allowed into that circle, like, you're allowed into, like, a view into the person's heart. So, mm. yeah, like, I'm really selective with the people that I let into that circle. Whereas I know so many other cultures, like, you're immediately in that circle until you prove that you are no, like, not respectful of that. Mm. So, and I, I think, like, it has its place, but I know I've heard from a lot of people who are not mm. from Canada that it's difficult to build a community mm. um, because of that trait in our culture. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and there's for sure a balance to be had in that. But, Yeah. I can appreciate that as, as being aware of something within, mm-hmm. within your culture. But hmm. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? I think I have a pretty good idea of the direction that I want to go and kind of like what I'm best at guiding my purpose. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think you and I have spoken a bit about it, but I like I really care for the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... And then I also am fairly good at, like, bringing people together and, um, 
I, this sounds so I'm almost like this sounds so cocky but like I'm I'm decent at <laughs> I'm decent at no I like I'm I find it easy to inspire people to take action towards mm-hmm. something so especially something that I value like I know how to find words that are meaningful to others and like demonstrate the value in what I'm saying um and so I think like my purpose on this earth is to help the earth Hmm. through people Hmm. yeah that's cool yeah I like that I think it's neat to say like hey I'm actually like I'm really good at at helping (laughs) other people see the value in the way they're interacting with the world around them Mm -hmm. and helping them them see how attainable it is to take action in that yeah and I think that is that's like such a valuable skill and such a a cool way to see your life serving purpose in Mm -hmm. that so making it consumable for people Mm because there's so many like to me the idea of conservation is so big Mm -hmm. that it it's so difficult to know where to start but it's like being able to break that down so that people can actually take action in their own life and yeah Hmm. Very much so. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so I know you have a few, but do you have a favorite tattoo? And if so, why? I have, so my favorite tattoo is on my right um, bicep, and it is of a lavender sprig. Um, it's a, it's done in watercolor style, and um, in Vancouver, we don't have any watercolor tattoo artists, so mm. I had to wait until one of our local tattoo shops um, had a traveling artist that did watercolor Mm. um, because I knew that I wanted it in watercolor. And yeah, I had to wait. So I waited like a year and a half before I got it. And then this, um, yeah, this traveling artist from (laughs) the Czech Republic came and she totally freehanded it. No drawing at all. She like drew in sharpie on my arm and was like is this okay and i was like yeah it looks good and then she just did it based on that like one minute not even like 30 second drawing she did she yeah like i didn't give her any any photos no nothing i just explained kind of what i wanted and Hmm. she did it um but the reason i like it so much is because it's for my grandma Hmm. um my grandma is 30 or (laughs) 95 years old she lives at home alone and she still drives um yeah she is a force um (laughs) and I just yeah like I love her to death she's such an inspiration to me on just like how resilient a person can be um and she's always just like been so supportive Mm -hmm. of um of me like I mean yeah you and I have talked about how like she does have desires for me and expectations for me but she's always been like extremely attentive and just like cheering me on no matter what I did so yeah I just I love her so much and Mm -hmm. lavender is something that if we don't know what to get for her for Christmas you buy her something lavender because she's got lavender all over the house (laughs) so so that's why I have a lavender sprig for her that's really cool and that's really sweet that's neat in so many capacities to have like something that reminds you of the resilience you're related to or the mm-hmm. resilience in that person or the resilience that's possible in you. But even also just the, the opportunity to allow someone else's art to be expressed in something that matters to you mm-hmm. and to become a part of you. Like that's just really beautiful. Yeah. Really I feel cool. like that's my most layered, like layered mm-hmm. tattoo. All the mm-hmm. rest are kind of just like, it means this and that's all (laughs) (laughs) or I thought it was funny it's fair yeah (laughs) I like that um what is something you have accomplished that you're really proud of I think I'm very proud of putting myself through two degrees um Mm -hmm. yeah like moving out really young putting myself through two degrees um like well um and still being able to travel during that time, have a social life, and still get, like, really good grades. Um, I think that's something that, like, not a lot of people know about me, is that, like, I worked my way through school, I didn't have help, 
um so yeah and then also because people will ask me like how do you travel all the time like where do you get your money like I work for it <laughs> and I do school <laughs> so it's called a job and no yeah, sleep yeah yeah <laughs> it's called working like 80 hours a week or more <laughs> you know so yeah I'm like I'm proud of that and it's not mm-hmm. something it's not like a trophy or mm-hmm. a like one singular accomplishment it's just like I, I now know kind of like what I'm capable of mm-hmm. intellectually as well as um just like perseverance wise mm-hmm. and resiliency wise um and mm-hmm. I'm proud of that mm-hmm. yeah very cool yeah yeah that uh that memento in that tattoo very much speaking to truth of yourself and your own <laughs> resilience coming out in those spaces as well yeah it's really cool and something worth being very proud of mm-hmm. yeah it's a big accomplishment just finishing school let alone <laughs> funding it yeah it's a, it's a whole nother <laughs> it's twice. a whole nother yeah yeah for sure my gosh well Colleen I so appreciate just like your vulnerability your humility and honesty as a person to share um, mm-hmm. just a bit of who you are and for me to allow others to just just to meet a small portion of the amazing yeah. person I've gotten to share time with uh, yeah. so I'm so grateful for you in that but is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you I think I just want people to how do I phrase this I think a lot of people look at me and see like this happy bubbly girl um and I think that I just want people to know that it doesn't like it it's not without work you know I think like I haven't had I've I've been privileged I'm like not I'm not saying I haven't been, but I have also experienced, like, my fair share of struggles in my life um, and some, like, extremely significant ones that I was, like, considering talking about in one of your questions but Mm. thought it might be a little bit too much. Um, But, yeah, like, I think that everybody has a story and a lot of people will just see, like, what people put out to the world and not really think about the things going on underneath. And yeah, I think that that's just something that like I'd like people to keep in mind when they either see me or see somebody else who is also like they come across extremely bubbly or just like happy go lucky or they seem like on the outside they seem to have this like pristine life that sometimes like people really did like internal work or like behind the scenes work to make it to where they are now. Mm-hmm. Like, I've not always been this person, so, and I'm, like, dang proud that I'm this person, so, yeah, just, like, having that in the back of your mind whenever you encounter somebody, yeah. Yeah, we don't see the whole picture. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate and resonate with all that so much, yeah. and, yeah, I mean, no, nothing that you've experienced is too much, <laughs> and, and I think there's so many people that can relate to so many parts of that to say like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, I don't know that anybody would get this or that might be heavy or this might be that, but there's so many people that we all experience aspects of life and we all experience other Mm -hmm. people looking at our life and making determinations and making judgments and saying, "Mm, you know, you don't understand or this is where you're at. And yeah, I think a lot of people see like, I didn't mean it's too much for the podcast. No, 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 sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just explaining. I mean, I like, I mean, it was just not a place that I felt comfortable going and so yeah yeah, I think like there's so many things that people will keep close to their chest and a lot of people will see a person and those things will be hidden and they'll Mm -hmm. like or they'll think like oh nothing's happened to this person because it's not out in the open Mm. it's like that's not true and I think that's just kind of the message that I want to get out there it's Mm. like just because you don't see it doesn't mean something hasn't really impacted this person and that the like the person that they are now is like it took work for them to get there you know and like they don't give out gold stars for that exactly exactly. (laughs) no I actually really appreciate that clarification on that because I think that is something that is really important for people to hear Mm -hmm. everything does not belong out in the open yeah and it doesn't make us less and it doesn't give somebody a right to make a determination because mm-hmm. they don't hear every aspect of it. Yeah. That inner circle, penetrable or not, everyone doesn't belong in it. Yeah. And that's more than okay. That so that. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really appreciate what you shared in that. So 
Yeah. Hmm. Very much. Mm. Well, it is an honor and a privilege to get to know any part of you and to Aww. share any part of that with others. So well, thank you. This has actually been so nice. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I love having conversations like this. Thank you for having me on. I'm a fan. It's always nice when people are like, I'm glad I did that. Yeah, this was a this good experience. <laughs> for my first podcast ever. This was wonderful. Awesome. I'm glad. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.